Welcome to the Nifty Chicks and this week's episode of NF Tutorials. As part of the short series related to everyone's favorite topic, taxes, I'll be sharing with you some key things to know if you're an artist or a project owner in the world of NFTs when it comes to taxes. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. As I started uh, the last tax video, um, in case you haven't seen it, it's on buying and selling NFTs. I started off by expressing that I am not a CPA, not an accountant, or a tax attorney. Our goal is to share with you what we know and what we've learned as we've embarked in our own NFT journeys. And we encourage you to seek professional advice by those who are trained and qualified when it comes to the specifics of your taxes. And as I mentioned also in the last episode around taxes, um, much of what I share is related to U.S. residences. Um, but a lot of the concepts that I'll be discussing may be relevant to you, regardless of where you live in the world. So let's dive in. Okay, so there are a few things to know if you are an NFT artist. To start, creating an NFT does not trigger a taxable event, meaning just the means of creating the NFT and even posting it may not be tr triggering a taxable event. However, uh, the second you sell that NFT, that does create a taxable event. And the profit you make on the sale will be taxed as ordinary income. And in our last episode, when it comes to buying and selling NFTs, a lot of the um, tax rates are based on short-term and long-term term capital gains. Short-term being a higher tax rate versus long-term if you hold the NFT for more than a year, you get a preferred lower uh, tax rate. So I will mention that uh, for these artists, you are going to be paying ordinary income taxes, which is going to be a higher amount than, a, say, a capital, a long-term capital gain tax rate. So like I said, uh, creating the NFT does not create trigger a taxable event, but the second you sell it, it does. So you do need to track that. Something to also note is that expenses, because you're the artist, expenses may be de deducted to offset your taxable income or the profit that you generated based on selling that NFT. Another thing to note is that royalties will be also taxed as ordinary income. And so if you're an NFT artist, you likely you know, think about um, when creating that NFT, there's often a lot of smart contracts with, in which you can choose how much you make as that NFT trades hands. So a lot of the um, royalties range between 5% and 10%. And what that means is that as an artist, you can, every time your NFT trades hands and is sold to someone else, uh, what the amount that that is uh, NFT is sold for, you actually get a portion of that, which is actually one of the great benefits of being a, an artist in this space specifically. Unlike in the real world, if you were to draw a painting and you sell it to a friend, uh, you know that, that you're gonna make a profit but then as that friend sells it to someone else, uh, you'll never see likely uh, another dime from those sales um, as that painting continues on. But in the Web3 space, one of the awesome things is that you artists get to uh, you know, benefit each time that your NFT is sold. So thing to note is that royalties will be taxed as ordinary income. It's basically the income that you're making on a consistent basis as that uh, NFT trades hands. 
And then also um, we're talking a lot about the federal tax rates. Just know that de depending on the state in which you live, you may also be responsible for um, state taxes. You may need to owe taxes for on the state level. There are some states, there's about nine of them right now, uh, Florida being one of them in which uh, Florida does not actually tax income. Um, so as someone is making income, it's, it's actually tax-free. Um, so depending on what state you live in, just know that you may also be paying federal taxes and state taxes. So let's paint a picture of what this might look like. So let's say as an NFT, you create and mint your NFT. Again, that does not create a taxable event. And let's say as you create that NFT, you're incurring some expenses. So, you know, your internet um, usage, perhaps some gas fees, those expenses are deductible. So um, let's pretend that as you created this NFT, you've got a total of expenses of about $100. Move that forward. Now you sell your NFT to a holder, um, let's say holder A for one ETH. And at the time of the sale, let's just say for ease of concept, one ETH is valued $1,000. Because you sold that, now remember, the only time in which you are, um, the creating of the NFT does not create a taxable event, but the selling does. So the moment that you sell that NFT for one ETH or what's transferred as 1,000 um, US dollars, that pro you have a, now a net proceeds of $1,000. If you back out your expenses of $100, now you have captured a taxable event of $900, which will be taxed as ordinary income. So let's play that forward even further. Now the holder A, so let's just say you sold um, your NFT to holder A, and now that holder A sells that NFT to holder B for two ETH, and let's just say, I'm sorry, there's a misspelling, that's USD. Um, let's say that two ETH is worth um, now a $2,000. So uh, maybe the price has not fluctuated in ETH at the time that that um, holder A has sold that, that NFT to holder B. So um, because if you are the artist and you have decided, uh, you selected that you're going to make, let's just say 5% of royalties on any time that NFT trades hands, you on that sale from holder A to holder B, you will be earning $100 um, in royalties. And again, that is taxed as ordinary income. Let's just play that one step further. Let's say holder B now sells the NFT to holder C for one ETH. And some people might be thinking, oh, uh, you know, why would somebody actually sell an NFT for one ETH when they paid two ETH for it? Isn't that a, essentially a, a loss? Not necessarily because ETH is going up and down all day long. So depending on when he's, he may have, he did set, let's just say he, he bought the NFT for uh, two ETH, but that was a total of $2,000. And now let's say ETH has skyrocketed and hit close to an all-time high of 4,000. Now that one ETH, even though you would think that he sold it as a loss because it's now one ETH, not worth two ETH. Um, that one ETH is now valued at $4,000. So that holder C or that holder B actually made a profit of $2,000 on that. So good to know. Um, and because that artist, because you have set a royalties at 5% on that sale, you're now earning $200 in royalties, um, which again is taxes, ordinary income. 
So let's just say all of this happens in the same taxable year. You're, you as the artist will be responsible for a, a total of $1,200, um, which will be tracked at ordinary uh, tax at ordinary income. So again, you've got that $900, you've got that $1,000, then you back out your expenses to create the NFT. And now you add in the royalties as it's traded hands now twice. Um, and now you are responsible for $1,200. So as I mentioned, um, you know, depending on what your, uh, there's a couple of things that determine what your tax rate. So moving forward onto the federal tax rate brackets, you can see that there, uh, it depends on a couple of equations that determined your, um, how much you're actually going to be paying. So what your filing status um, will be a factor. Um, are you single or are you married filing uh, jointly or perhaps married filing separately? Um, and then how much income are you uh, generating in that year? So your income will determine how much you're actually um, paying back in taxes. So this is an example, um, and you can calculate based on those two factors where you would fall and what your tax bracket, your federal tax bracket would be on ordinary income. So uh, you may be thinking, okay, so um, I am an artist. I have sold an NFTs. I have actually generated income by way of royalties. So how do I actually go about this? This actually is determined by how you are filing from a corporate structure. So most artists, NFT artists are likely going to be, uh, you know, independently owned, independent. It's all in the personal name. That's going to be under the top one, which is self-employed creators. You're going to be filing Schedule C, which is the profit and loss from business, as well as Schedule SE, which is a self-employment tax. If you have actually created a structure, um, either a C-Corp or an S-Corp to um, actually create these NFTs through, then you'll be filing various um, uh, forms in the, the taxes. So you've got form 1120. If you are indeed a C-Corp that has created these NFTs, if, you, um, if your S-Corp has created the NFTs, that's form 1120S. And if the partnership, if you've structured a partnership and that is indeed creating the NFTs, then you are going to be filing Form 1065. But the likelihood of any listeners out here right now, uh, most commonly you'll be uh, filing the two forms up at the top, the Schedule C and Schedule SE. Lastly, um, as I shared in the episode of buying and selling NFTs, there's a lot to track. And so it's kind of hard to do um, by yourself and by paper and pen. So, and there are no receipts necessarily that you can like kind of hold on to and file away at the year end and then go through them. So I strongly suggest looking at whatever software works best for you. I've listed a, a few on the um, the screen, Coin Tracker, Coin Ledger, and Zen Ledger, um, as ways that you can plug in your address and you can see, or your wallet, your your um, public key, your wallet address, and um, that those softwares will actually pull your kind of ledger and be able to produce kind of the information that you need to file your taxes. So hopefully this has been helpful. Um, we do plan on continuously updating you with any uh, kind of nuances that and changes that happen. Like I said in the last episode, um, the world of NFTs is very new and it is ever evolving and evolving very quickly. So uh, the the tax laws are also evolving very quickly to try to keep up with everything. So um, I strongly encourage you to stay up to date 
Again, seek professional advice by those that are trained and qualified, find a CPA, find a tax attorney, uh, an, an accountant, someone who is knowledgeable of crypto and NFTs, and they will be able to help you. Thanks so much. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.